Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hello, hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Cop and Fracker. You can probably tell the audio sounds a little bit different. We're in the studio, we're live in person, we can see each other. Times are good. COVID season is fully behind us in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, cool. Wonderful. Ami, ami. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with a few good men. Mike, how you, how you doing, my brother? All good, brother. How are you? I'm better. I'm better after we, we finally won a flipping game of football. Um, <laughs> Peter, how are you doing, my guy? Yeah, it's good, man. Good to be in the studio. All right, good to see you. Look at you, bro. F- fully tech, fully start, yeah? <laughs> something like that. Something like that. Something like that. Yak 1996, what are you saying, brother? I'm good, man. I'm all good. You all? Yeah, good to see yeah, you, man. Yeah. Good to see you. All right, lovely. But before we get into the, the, the full proceedings, and I want to say thank you, everyone, who sent their listeners' questions as well. We'll get to them um, in due time. If you haven't already, if you don't already know, you've been living under a rock somewhere, we do have the, the Cop and Fracker, Cop and Fracker, Touchline Fracker live show happening on Sunday. I know the Chelsea game has been moved, but do not fret. It's still going ahead as planned. Um, I'm sure a lot of, I'm sure everyone's really, really intrigued. Everyone's there for the Man United Arsenal game and for the live show after. Um, so please check it out. Don't miss out. I mean, I think you pretty have missed out. I've, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it is sold out. Um, but do try your best to come and come and knock on the door. Honestly, the the, the, the more the merrier. We'll, we'll do all we can to try and get you in. Um, but unfortunately, all, all that money that you're giving doesn't go to the business. It goes straight to Mariah's back pocket. So just keep that in mind as you're <laughs> as you're donating willfully. Um, also, um, while we're on the topic of announcements, I Chris did a fantastic recording earlier with LFC correspondent Paul Gorst. So that's going to be out a little bit later tonight. So please check it out. All things transfers, all things Klopp, all things the start to the season. Um, an exclusive for you guys, so do please check it out. All right. I think that's everything. Let's get started. Guys, we won a game of football, and what a way to win. 9-0. Personally, it was a great win. For some reason, I wasn't moved. But I won't let my feelings dictate the rest of yours. But guys, chat to me. Wow. I, I, you I can't, yeah, I, I wasn't moved. I can't lie. No, no, explain. I think we start. That's a good you start. Let's start right there? Yeah, okay, start. cool. Well, to me, it's just... What I've seen in the first three games, I feel like there's a lot more that needs to be done. Mike has often commented how we, uh, this team is a work in progress. I yeah. can't help but feel that way. One result, albeit an emphatic one at that, is still three points. Mm. And I need to see more. We need, we need, we need more major trophies. And unless I see more work in the transfer window, which we'll talk about a little bit later, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay calm. Like, well done. I expect you to beat Bournemouth. If you beat them 4-0 or 9-0 or 3-0 or 2-1, it's three points nonetheless. Listen, we're, I know we're still a good team. I'm not on the opposite end of the spectrum. I don't think we'll suddenly become rubbish overnight. However, I, did, I just need more against more formidable opponents. But anyway, that, those, those are my thoughts. Peter, how about yourself? So basically, in the words of like the famous... Um, Kobe, you're saying that the job's not done. Job's not done <laughs> at all, bro. One, one, one game down and we've got, we've got another 34 to go, man. Yeah. So. Yeah, 
to be honest, like I think, you, like we always say, um, you can only beat what's in front of you. Facts. So obviously, Bournemouth were in front of us. They're probably going to go down this year. They're not a very good team, um, but it was a, it was a great way to I think to respond to all the criticism and all the critique that all these like players and the team faced during the week, like the likes of Trent, the likes of Van Dijk. That's all you can really ask for in terms of responding. Um, I think, yeah, the performance was a really good one. I thought they started like a house on fire. Yeah. And the difference between this performance and... We like, score first. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we just exactly. score first, to be fair. Exactly. Um, the difference between this performance and like the performance against Palace, where I did think we started well against Palace, is that we scored a goal while I was on top. Mm. Whereas with Palace, it gave them belief that although we was dominating the game, we didn't really score, so they thought, okay, we're still in this. But yeah, we scored one, scored another, another, and it just didn't stop. So um, yeah, I think the boys they responded well to the to, um, the the disappointing, obviously, defeat to United. Yeah, no, you you are right. Listen, and I, I know you're right. And I was even a little bit reluctant to message in a group, being like, guys, I know we won nine nil, but like I need more, like, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and not more in sense of performances, but against a, a better better opponent. And I just, we just need to fill out our squad a little bit more with some quality additions. But that's just me, in it. Because um, I can't help but to think about the bigger picture. Like, yeah, for I, sure. For I sure. just can't because we're we're not going for top four. We're not going for top six. We're going for the entire thing. We're yeah. going for Champions League. We're going for the Premier League. So I just need more. But that's just me. Anyway, Yak, how about you, bro? You're, you're always the voice of optimism. But over the last week, <laughs> I don't know if it's us, but you've been a bit shaky. I don't know if it's us. That, that the hill move. <laughs> the hill move. Just I'm looking in the mirror <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. I do not recognise myself. Chat to me, bro. Chat to me. What do you think about the result and and just our start so far? I think um, the result is I think because um, it's emphatic, it takes away that because I had the initial feeling like watching the game back. Obviously, I wasn't watching it live, but I'm sort of thinking like, yeah, it's we we're just spanking them, and so there's not like yeah. it's not like a team's played well and we've sort of muscled the ball off of them and took control yeah. of the game. I did, it's, yeah, nine nil. Nuts, but there was. I had the same thought in the back of my head, and I thought there was a couple passes, couple presses. I thought if we'd done that against a different team, yeah, that could pass the ball, oh. they might have actually had the chance Perhaps, there at yeah. one nil or two nil. Mm. So, this has to be the start. This can't be like the level of performance for the rest of the season. This needs to be like back Spring on the first boards. step, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, but can't complain that nine nil, you can't, no, you can't look. And I know it sounds so, it sounds so ungrateful, but. Just understand the entirety of what we're saying. Like we're not complaining. It was a fantastic performance. We're, we are going to get into the goals. So yeah. And on that note, Mike, chat to me about your thoughts on the game. And and I think you feel similarly to me in my overall thoughts. But I, I don't want to take the words out of your mouth. You 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 tell me how you think. And also, what was your what was your pick of the bunch in terms of the goals? Do you know what I feel? The way you and Yap both feel in that this has to be the start of something. Because listen, we, we know where the bar is. We're going to assume the bar is. I think it'll be lower than 95 points, but probably 89 to 92 points to win the league. Mm. There's very little margin for error. We've dropped points in our first three games. So you're not going to feel satisfied by beating them. Even though you beat them 9-0, you're not going to be overjoyed because you've beaten one of the worst sides in the league. Probably the As- worst side in the yeah, league. Yeah, a side who yeah. probably are going to go down as well or favourites to go down. So, yeah, I felt good. I mean, it's, it's good to, to get back on track and, and to win the game and obviously to see some players like Elliot do well, like Trent get back to form, Van Dijk get back to form. That was nice to see, and there was loads of encouraging signs in the game. But I just, I just hope this is the start because now we're entering a period now, and I feel like the season really has started. Where you're playing a game every three days. Mm. This is the running now. Forget you know waiting until December for things to pick up and games to come thick and fast. That happens now. So for us now, it's about using that Bournemouth win as a, as a platform 
um, to, to 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 go on a run and and to win eleven in eleven in twelve games mm. um, and to, and to, and to climb the table because we, we literally only have five points, bro. Mm-hmm. Which to me to start a season because we usually start seasons on the clock incredibly fast. Mm. The sixteen seventy season one we started really fast. Yeah. Even the seventeen eighteen season I think we started that season fairly yeah. fast and then we kind of drop off around like Christmas time. So. Right. Yeah, the we season we won the league. Season last we won the season. league. It's just so to me, this Always. is this feels weird, and I just I just hope that now we're able to go on on a, on a usual kind of first half of the season clock run, and just build from there. In terms of the best goal, I just think I love the Elliot goal. Oh, yeah. do you? Yeah, I love the Elliot goal. Me feel so good, do you know what it was? The f- it feels. It gave me the feeling. Elliot's whole performance restored the feeling for me, but just the goal itself is just an um, the way he just strikes it first time. I just thought, yeah, pure Hooper. Yeah, it was great. Pure, match, pure it was Hooper. Great. And they see when a youngster celebrates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like feeling yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Even, yeah. Even him, obviously, because of the because of the tragedy happened. Um, Earlier in the week, he yeah, seemed, his grandmother he was passed away. Isn't yeah, yeah. He, was, he was so emotional. I was just there, like, bro, I'm just so happy for you, man. That that goal's been overdue, and honestly, it was a brilliant finish, bro. It was it was a great. Me personally, that Trent goal, hey, yeah, yeah, that, was, yeah. that was a bad goal. You know what? Yeah, it's he, Trent. Listen, I got word for you, brother. <laughs> I know you're young. I know you enjoy the moment, and I know you are that guy. I know you think you're the guy. You are that guy. But you got give me more in the celebration. It's not every day. Yes, I like the celebration. The celebration. You know what it is? The celebration is said. I'm the guy. He basically said. He basically said. Um, Joe MCFC is <laughs> talking about my name. <laughs> what? No, Joe. Did I realize Trent was back? I saw a tweet like, oh, it was like, oh, but last week you got dominated by Rashford and Eze done you in, but you're, now you're doing this against Bournemouth. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 my, yeah, my favorite goal is the Elliot one. Is Elliot one? Yeah, okay. The way the bend on it, like, you know what I'm saying? He has to strike it and it, it bends round and it goes across the goalkeeper. Yeah, and it's just, yeah. it's, a, it's a great goal. But yeah, I think Bobby, yeah, it was Bobby that got the assist for that, wasn't it? For yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, it wasn't much of an assist. It was a poor touch. It was a poor touch, <laughs> exactly. It's Bobby for me, no. Yeah. So if he's not looking, it's still kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's still still not, not, not Bobby rolling back the years. No, 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 no. <laughs> not Bobby it's rolling back Bobby. the years. Hey, you know what? You know what? Apologies. We got it massively wrong. <laughs> no, we didn't. No, we didn't. You know, I was watching that game. Even though he played well, bro, there were certain points in the game. I was like, bro, this guy is still washed. No, no, no. I disagree. No, no, no. He was hooping. He brought back the feeling. No, no, no. He did. There was one shot he had here. It was on P-roll and he skewed off his foot. <laughs> <laughs> he went straight to the keeper. The keeper knocked him. I was like, bro, what are you yeah. doing? This is a P-roll. All like, that yeah. Bobby performance was missing was the ponytail. If he had a ponytail, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Brought back the feeling. The ponytail in that, in that bright orange kit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prime Bobby. Yeah, true. But yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Go on, go on, go on. I was yeah. going to say, there's one thing that I was going to say of that Bobby performance that Mike said on the patron, and it was like, Bobby, he's always been one to like link play. He's always been the one to like have these nice little touches at the edge of the box or whatever. But like, when Bobby's at his best, he was still like a little poacher. In and around the box. Yeah. He was yeah. always, and he just always. stopped doing that recently. Do you know what underrated quality that I used to love about Bobby? He's his heading. He has yeah. great. Yeah, he is a great header of the ball. Him and Mane, they were two great headers of yeah, the ball. It's like Partic- reaction header as particularly, well. Particularly, particularly Firmino, but nowadays he's not even in the box to get on the end of crosses. Yeah, bro, at, at his best, you used to see a range of finishes: left yeah, foot, right bro. foot, header. Yeah, and he was always in and around the box. Now, what he what he's been doing for the last few weeks has been literally playing Play number six. Field. <laughs> yeah, bro, playing number six, literally. <laughs> Play alongside Fab and Hendo, bro. It's mad. Yeah, go on, go on, yeah. What was your pick of the bunch, brother? 
I've, mine was probably the Elliot one as well. Right, you guys will um, choose Elliot, fair enough. I've got to say, the one that baffled me the most is I still don't understand why the, the young goal counts. I don't, I, 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 I don't get it. I don't get how <laughs> oh, that's in terms not of the rules of the game. Yeah, it, like, it, do you feel like literally feel like the defender wouldn't do that if Diaz wasn't there? So, like, how is it not interference? Yeah. I really don't get it. Like, because I'm sure Madrid either scored or conceded one like that last season or the season before. And I'm, I'm sat there thinking, but. The defender only reacts to the it's, player. Do you know what true. I mean? It, the thing, the thing I is, I just don't understand. Do you know what? I actually hear it. I just think, actually, you know what? No, I, I'm gonna make a point. It's easier to give it, but it's like, bro, we're already what four, five nil up. Exactly. So that's the I'm time like, to set them. Yeah, There's no pressure. It's true. There's no there was pressure. actually no pressure. It's true. Like you know what? Fair enough. In my head, I was like, ah, oh, just, just give it anyway. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, for, yeah. For the vibes. Happy days. Like no, you're right though. You, you do make a fair point. And on, on the, on the more um. And a more like defined and more detailed review of the game. Obviously, you guys can check out the post-match review um, that the guys in front of me. I think all three of you were on, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So all, yeah, all, yeah. all three of you guys were on the, the post-match on our Patreon. So do please check that out. Um, but it's just something I did want to talk about. I, know, I, sp- I spoke about Bobby's um, heading ability. There's mm. another person's heading ability that's that's pretty decent. Luchito. Listen, this side, Peter, you know this about me, innit? You know I love an old-fashioned goal. Yeah. Like, the goals that you can rely on when the going gets tough, mm-hmm. like a good old fashioned set piece, yeah, because yeah, you're not yeah. never really going to be able to do intricate football to break the deadlock. It's not always going to happen like that. And one thing that was a staple of both our 1920 and 2021 seasons before the Van Dijk injury yeah. is our set pieces. Always yeah, right, we yeah. get the most goals in set pieces. And then I see not only the set pieces in general, but Diaz getting on the end of crosses, bro. With even that goal he scored, um, he's the, the opener. That was a that bro, he had to generate the power himself. Yeah, yeah that was like a Sadio Mane goal, bro. It was yeah, a, it was a really yeah. it was a really good goal. Obviously, both his goals are headers, and I am a big advocate. I don't know about you guys, I'm a big advocate of being able to score in multiple different ways, and mm. I think. And that's and that's one that's one grab I have with like someone like Salah, for instance, because Salah's not, Salah's an amazing player, probably pr- probably the second best player in, in the league. Sometimes he pushes for first, and, and he does look better than KDB. But over the last eighteen months, it's been KDB, no doubt. Mm-hmm. So now, that's one thing. I, I don't. I, if I see Salah in the air, I'm like, ah, it's a bit techy. But 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 yeah, but he doesn't really score. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. But 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 now, but now nowadays I'm seeing I'm seeing Diaz score. Seeing, seeing Diaz scoring a couple, I feel confident. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I feel exactly the same. I think. We spoke about it on the post match. Sort of Diaz realizing that if you sort of try and play like Mane, it's going to work. That's <laughs> yeah, what worked for. So Get a just, box, bro. If you do that, the opportunities are just going to come because he's mm. got he's got that whatever factor that Mane had. Not the same sort of player, but he's got that defenders sort of freeze a little bit and when he's he's running at them because they know that he's gonna he's not just gonna come and sort of block the passing he's coming to win the ball for you and if he's if he starts games like that like Mane used to like think with Mane every single kickoff is straight to Mane Mane put one on the fullback let him yeah. know that like you're you're the out out ball and before Diaz played like this I think that's where we struggled because people are sort of saying um like, oh, nobody runs in behind because Nunes is out and sort of... But whoever played number nine didn't really run behind. It was Mane on the left. Mm-hmm. He was the one that always made the runs behind. Yeah. So Diaz sort of finding that is just going to... It's going to unlock him because it's going to give him so much more confidence than just doing the same move over and over again. Because yeah. as soon as defenders clock it, then they'll clamp you. And then all of a sudden you're a bit like, oh my God, I, don't know, I can't beat a player. And then I think the sort of situation Sancho is in right now... Mm. Where he doesn't really know what to do. It's true. No, so. you're right. You're right. When when you're a, when you're a hooper, when you're someone who's just used to beating your man and not really having too much to rely on the end product wise. I mean, I know I know he did have a good haul um, right right before he came to us uh, in January, but 
not you don't see him as like a, you don't see him as a desire to get goals like money. That's that's for me. That's the main difference between certain players. Like I, I made a comparison last Sunday, no, two Sundays ago, about Saka and Martinelli. Martinelli, although I think Saka's a better player, I think Martinelli has a desire to mm. get goals mm-hmm. on the end of things. Like by any means necessary, I'm going to get that goal. Mm. Like and that is something it's difficult to teach. Whereas some people are just just and more they want to be more of a creator. Where it's difficult to be lauded that highly when. When things don't work out for you, even though you might be playing badly, hey, listen, Peter, how many times last season did we say Marley's beating the washed allegations? Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's this goals, desire goals. to get goals because it's not it's not relying on a good performance. But mm. anyway, yeah, that's yeah, that's. But it's just simply right. put, it's just easier to get goals when you're closer to goal. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, just that's simply it. put, that's if you it. make runs that are closer to goal and you get on the ball, that's. Uh, you get on the ball not on the halfway line, you get on the ball maybe on the edge of that box, or you get on the ball closer to goal, you'll get more goals. And I think the thing with Diaz is that he's like. He has like he has that feel of football, like you know when like Hazard and like yeah, your feelers like they just want to get on the ball, like yeah. I'm I'm frustrated. Give me the ball, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they and it's like against Palace, yeah. It's almost I feel like he gets agitated whenever he's not on the ball. Yeah, he yeah. just wants to take a man on, do something with the ball. And it's almost it's it's, it's a good thing, but at the same time, it's a bad thing because it's a lack of discipline, and mm. it, yeah. you start to kind of vote, you, ta- you start to venture out of your position, you start to kind of maybe do what you shouldn't really do, and with Diaz, he just needs to. Make those runs behind the fence. Make those runs close to goal, and he'll get loads of goals. He's not a bad finisher. He's only finishes bad when he's used so much of his energy to beat about three or four yeah, men. Exactly. Or when he's beat the centre bed, he's beat the right, like left mid, and then now he's facing the fullback, yeah, and then he's now tired. he's too tired. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he's shown. I think he's shown enough, and he scored. Um, he's got a decent records for us like, yeah. in the league. Yeah. It's seven goals in 17 games. In that's, a, that's a good record. All of, all of those games, literally. That's a good record. That's probably going to scale up even when he gets his no, relationship definitely. up with Robertson definitely. when he knows the team more. So he's got. He's definitely a shooter. He just needs to be more refined in his runs, conserve his energy and just make runs close to goal. Do, do you know what it is? I, I think, so Nunes getting sent off in that Palace game was, was probably the best thing to happen to Diaz in a way. Yeah. In that, I think we see what he's going to become for Liverpool. So the first, the goal he scores, I feel like that's his mentality. Yeah. Because he decided to grab the game as Crawford. That dog. Scores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got that dog, dog in him. <laughs> got that dog in him. Dog. So he grabs the game as Crawford and scores that goal. But then he plays in the forward when Nunes goes off and you see him hustling, trying yeah. to get something. Yeah. And I feel like he's got that mentality of like, no, I'm going to do something in and around the box. I feel he's got good feet. So... I would like to see him score that headed goal he scored more often because yeah. I feel he's got that in him. So be in around the box. Don't be hugging the touchline too much. Get in a danger area because you can finish. We've seen you head. We've seen you score on your left and right foot. Get in those positions more often and he'll score loads of goals for us. And Robertson no started over, um, overlapping as well. I'm yeah. so happy. Diaz was making runs inside, but when Robertson, when Diaz doesn't make those runs inside, Robertson doesn't know what to do. He has nowhere to go. And Robertson doesn't like that run inside. He, he, wants, yeah. to, he wants to use his, his, his P&P. And his right foot is not good at all, bro. <laughs> at all. He, his right foot is literally just there for, for standing. Mm-mm. Like, it's the opposite of, of, of Trent's, of Trent's um, what's it called? Weak foot yeah, as well. Yeah. But I, you guys did mention um, Robertson. And although I know we spoke about how Bournemouth are likely to go down, it wasn't the most hardest of, of opponents. We all agree on that. However, there's two thi- There's two players I saw that had decent performances that we haven't seen in a little while. And even though it's against lesser opposition, I still think it's good for us to see them have decent games. Those two players, um, Andrew Robertson and, and Fabinho. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike and Pete are about to reach for the sweets. I was about to ask Mike a question, but he's too ready to eat sweets. Um, yeah, sorry, no, no, Shaq, I'll ask you. You, you go ahead and eat your Haribos. Hey, bro, can, can you keep it down over there, yeah? Lower in the cinema, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, yeah, yeah. Chat to me about um, about about those two performances. Um, were you were you encouraged to see 
um, both both Robertson and 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 Fabinho get back into their groove. There was one passage of play in particular. Sorry, I know I've asked you a question. There's one passage of play in particular where we see Robert um, Fabinho beat a, a, a Fabinho beat a very um, a very lax press um, and walks through. And I think it creates one of our best moves so far this season. Actually, he makes a run through and he passes to Diaz and Diaz interlinks with some of the guys. I can't remember if it was Bobby or Salah, but it, it resulted in, in a goal in a goal scoring opportunity. And I was like, this is. This is exactly what we do. This yeah. is this is a good football that we play, and I haven't seen that in a little while. Might, might be because Bournemouth play a bit more expensive football. We were already winning at the time. I don't know, whatever. But all of that, all, all of that encompassed. How encouraged by, uh, were you by those two performances by them? Yeah, I think like Mark um, Mike was sort of alluding to um, in terms of like it being the best game for Diaz, having Bobby and Salah there, not mm. so much Nunes trying to learn together. I feel like. At that that goes for the whole team. Like that was, like we were saying, that's not the bar that we should be looking for, but it's the type of performance that we need to get back into. And everybody seemed a little bit more like revert back to type. This yeah. is what we train every week, mm-hmm. and this is what works. We know it does. Yeah. And I think all across the team, and as, like you say, especially Robbo and Fabinho, because you could see the confidence starting to drop game by game. And we we don't normally sort of associate confidence players with defenders and defensive mids and stuff like that yeah, um, yeah no you're right you're right no it is true and, uh, go on go on sorry yeah I, I, I just feel like we were so so close to really slipping I feel like if if say Bournemouth played really well and it was a tight game and it was a draw I, I genuinely think the confidence would have been out the window yeah, for for the I whole agree. squad because because the individual performances weren't there. I think if they were all playing well and it was all just unlucky or big decisions and things like that, the the sort of camaraderie is still there. But you could like, and we were all panicking in the chat like something's gone on. Like these players look like yeah. they don't really yeah. like each other at the moment. And, and do you know what? Yeah, you make a good point because I've always said and I've always. <laughs> Because obviously we're, we're not we're not pro footballers that like we're not professional sportsmen unfortunately but <laughs> there's one thing that I can I really appreciate about successful teams especially teams that get up and do it year by year is that how do you get the motivation to continue after you've won everything after you have conquered it all how do you keep going on to do it again and again like where does the motivation come from and I do think at times some of our players have struggled to be like, you know, I need to get up for this game. And and we we spoke about it, particularly like I can I can even name some names. Like Van Dijk hasn't been playing his best. Trent, Trent Alexander Arnold hasn't been playing their best. Their body language just looks off. That they they're like the, it, uh, VVD shrugging away. Milner like, yeah. oh bro, it's alright. I got it. I got it. After after he's conceded from not even defending, like Trent is being lax. And there's these these different things that we're thinking. Get, uh, these these guys are just done. Like they're like, you know what? We're tired. Like listen, we've we've won it all we barely had a summer break feeling sorry for themselves type, type of vibe so that's that that in my mind is that's playing through but a result like this is like you know what it's not all over like these guys they are they are still these great players that we've lauded in the past do you know what it is as well is I, I, I can't remember what game it was whether it was united or after bournemouth and he said klopp said um we need to find that um um, these weren't the words that he used, but like that sort of like us against them. We need to get like our narrative back, like yeah. the storyline. 
And I feel like... He used to rile them up. The same way Mourinho did. He made them feel as though it's us against the world. Like yeah. everyone, They all want yeah. us to lose. They all hate us. Yeah. Like, and I feel like to... we have lost that over the last sort of six months. That like, like Pep did last year. Yeah, bro. Like, yeah. Honestly, Pep made the worst <laughs> narrative in the world that everyone's against yeah, him. Yeah, they're all against me. Oh, so oh, oh, the, the, the media always only for Liverpool. So many Liverpool oh, players. I in the, about By the way, they won the last, like, what's it called? PFA. Like, they've got so many, like, awards. Yeah, bro. Like, oh, it's always Liverpool it every year yeah, yeah. bro oh. nonsense but you have to do worst, it you yeah. have to do it because the manager's like you know what yeah he's right and obviously yeah. these guys they respect him and you would respect Pep if, if you played Pep you would yeah. he's, a, yeah. he's a fanta- he's an elite manager and the same thing with Klopp you would respect him you say to him listen it's us against them if they're not here wearing, wearing red they're against us and we need to prove them wrong kind of thing so mm. there's that psychological part of it that came and I started to question that and then when I start to get to that point my mind is going all over the shop that's why the nine nil was like, oh, whatever. Well done, guys. Like, good job. It was more. Yeah. Rel- you're. I feel like you're describing it as more of a relief than anything. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, just you know like, just these guys like, are completely done. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, they beat the wash allegations. Yeah. Like crazy to say, but anyway, no, no. It it did. It all, it all did add much much better, and, and we are just uh, speaking in um hyperbole in, in, in all honesty it is a bit extreme I know that's not the case but it can come across that way based on the 90 minutes we see week in week out like, we, we don't see yeah. them in training like that we don't know them personally so we can only go about what, what, what we see but anyway aside from that that was a Bournemouth game I don't know how much there was to talk about we scored 9 goals but there's not that much to talk about the fact that we we just we, such there's, a couple, simple... there's a couple of things I think oh, go on, Peter. so I'll probably say um, I think the Cavalier performance was really good yeah, mm. yeah, when yeah. he came on he looked silky he looked nice and he's finished got a goal yeah of course yeah, I didn't even mention that, that that's either. a top finish you know like to catch up on the volley um, and not really like a lot of players will just look will shin that and it goes over or like he's got real quality they'll generate yeah, I'm too so much power he's got real quality so man. it just shows the quality that he's got like Mike saying that to execute something a finish like that but it's just generally how composed and how um, he looks when he's making decisions and with young players and I think you see this with Curtis a bit sometimes is that they can go past the player or they can like do something really good but then the, the final decision making will be like a bit poor or something yeah. like that but Cavalio and Elliot really share this quality where they're just composed. Like, they're just mad composed. They all seem to make the right decisions. Do you know what I like about some of the young players you have at the, at the club? And I'd, I'd include Curtis Jones in this, by the way. I know a lot of people yeah. split his opinion. But they have the ability, but also that kind of tactical nous. Yeah, yeah. So, like, they can all put it to, like, Cavalio, I feel like he's played kind of different roles for us so far. He's played maybe in central midfield. I think he's played often off the striker and he's played left wing. Yeah. And in every position, I feel like he knows exactly what he needs to do. Mm. And he plays those positions to a really high level. So I think that's something that's really going to stand him in good stead because as a young player, he's going to need to get minutes wherever he can. And the fact he can play three positions to a high level for us means that whenever we plug him in, we can trust him to do a good job. Yeah. And yeah. I think on the weekend, he did a good job. I think he came on and played left wing and then Lucy has moved up front. Yeah. Um, and, he, and he did well. He, he played really, really well there. So... I'm really encouraged by him and I, and I believe so much in his ability. I think him and Elliot just watching them on the weekend and it's just like, Matt, like you are 19 so years old. I think he came on for Elliot in the field originally. And then he played left afterwards, didn't he? And then he played he? left okay, afterwards, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, only thing it, the only thing that grabs me, and wait, before I even say this point, does anyone have any other points about the, the Bournemouth game they want to mention before we move on? No, 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 no I think that was it, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and Gomez as well. Shout out to Gomez. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah it's good to have him back. Julian, if you're listening, we're back up. We're back up. Yeah. <laughs> I think he dealt with Keeper Moore very, very easily. Yeah, like yeah. Keeper Moore didn't get a sniff and Keeper Moore was quite like a physical 
opponent who like relishes those kind of challenges. Mm. But Gomez's first touch, though. elite, you know, looking yeah. good. You, you know, know one thing I would, yeah. technically, he's one thing I would say about Gomez now is we need to start. Like, I I really feel like he should be our second or third choice. Yeah, I think I made this point in the group chat before, but he's the future. He's the future. Him and Konate are the future. I don't think we gain. Listen, Massive's obviously a fantastic. So, center, man, you just got to hold that, bro. But yeah, like yeah, you find a good time. Yeah. <laughs> you just gotta, yeah, just I want us to start getting back to that. Building Gomez's confidence, letting him because he's if he's on new contract in the summer. He's if the we're future. if we're saying he's the future, start him now. Mm. You know, let him play games now because he needs to develop into what he needs to become in the future. Yeah, for sure. Like I know Matip's back in training, but I think Gomez has still got to start until he's put to foot wrong. So, also, yeah, yeah, another yeah, point: if Gomez has got to keep his place. If Van Dijk wants to, because Van Dijk stopped sprinting now. If he wants to start sprinting, get a Gomez or Kanata next to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd quite like to see a couple like Gomez, Kanata, like group stage games, things like that. Or those start, two together. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, start. I, to start I saw that every season. Look, looking spooky. You say Ibrox, yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, what's, what Alfredo Morelos? Like, Ryan Kent. Respect, respect, yeah, yeah, respect. Yeah. But no, I think I think like what you were saying about like their intelligence. There, there does seem to be that. A bit of a pattern of that with the youngsters we've got now, like it, even players like Morton and Leighton Clarks, they might not um, make it, but they've the got the Bajestic as well. Is that, I don't know how you pronounce it? Yeah, exactly. No, no, what's the pronunciation, but yeah, 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 isn't it? No, I think that's how you pronounce it still. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, th- I think so. But they've Bajetic. all Bajetic, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spanish yeah, yeah. Serbian guy. Yeah. He, um, that they've all got that, like they're all smart as a, as a foundation, um, and that, yeah, I'm, I'm impressed to see that that's the sort of youngster that they're looking to bring through and or but buy. It's the good work that they do. So I think yeah. it's in terms of getting the under-21s to kind of play the same system. Yeah. And so when they come up to the first team, they already know what a midfield has to do because they they play that way in the under-21s. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And obviously they, they know a club system. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's all the great work they do in the academy and what club does to this team to kind of give them the kind of tactical information that they need. But I, I, mean, don't, I don't think club would play them no. if you... If he, exactly. Yeah, if, if he knew that they weren't tactically disciplined. Like, I think, can you think of another team, yeah? So, like, Trent plays a different position for the senior squad than he did for the unders. Vajetic was a centre-back up until, like, yeah. halfway through last season. Morton played centre-back for Blackburn the other day. Carvalho can play, looks almost anywhere on the pitch. Yeah. Elliot comes into our team as a centre-mid. Like, what other team can play their youngsters in different positions straight away mm. and then look good like, I, I, I'm so 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 convinced by Elliot and Carvalho particularly I'm so convinced yeah those mm. two in particular and I have to agree but my now po- my main point now is I wish we could bed them in a bit more I wish there was enough elite elite talent around them in the midfield area in particular yeah. that we could bed them in little by little and we could see them half hour cameos some of them might come in when, when, when we're drawing and make the difference kind of thing but to rely on them to say to suggest some people was just suggesting that we should start him away at old start Cavalio as a false nine away at old that was Marco I was like Mar- bro are you mad like you, you, you're gonna get eaten so the fact that we're Cavalier at that point nine. yeah it gets false me nine nine against, that's just just no way like the poor guys gonna get eaten alive um, I, I would against the, the teams like Bournemouth though I feel like that's sort of perfect potential even that is is a little bit of arrogance in my opinion yeah, 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 I, yeah, 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 I think yeah. we should be starting the guy we signed for 85 mil and 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 <laughs> Yeah. And it would have been he- he- um, if he wasn't suspended. But anyway, um, onto the onto the whole transfer window because th- there was 
Honestly, I've read this. As you guys are posting about this, yeah. So I read this. I don't know if I was half asleep or if I was drunk. I don't. I don't know what it was. But I remember I was drowsy as I was reading you guys posting the chat that Klopp has reversed his decision. You're yeah. all right. That was Friday and night. That yeah. was Friday night. So I must have been waved. Yeah, I think I was. I was. I was. Hey, 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 um, yeah, what was I saying? Yeah, so obviously on Friday night we hear about Klopp saying, you know what, you're all right. I'm all right. I don't know if there's a sarcasm behind this, but knowing Klopp probably is. Um, you were all right. I was wrong. This is not verbatim, but you were all right. I was wrong. We need to sign a midfielder and we're, we're, we're looking into that now. Um, <clears throat> a few hours ago today, um, Paul Gorse was reported that after, and Klopp, Klopp mentioned about the window, he said after we lost a, a, a midfielder, ish getting close getting getting closer to the last minute more likely that we don't sign a midfielder i couldn't give you a name it's difficult for sure um but there are a few right now but there are different issues at clubs who don't want to sell that's how it is there's still time but when it's over whether we sign someone or not i'm really happy we, we have what we have um face situations we have together our fans are active on social media so they can stop doing that we have a good football team mike thoughts where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> so on the, on the midfield thing, and, and for those who listen to Coppin regularly, do you know where I stand on your ownership and, and the way we approach transfers. I'm generally in support of the way we do things. And I think obviously what the success we've achieved for the last four or five years shows that I'm justified in thinking the way I do yeah. and kind of showing the support I do to our approach to transfers. But I think with midfield, I'm just not entirely sure what the plan is. And... I think look, it was it was clear for for most people that we couldn't we couldn't really rely on you know the midfield the midfielders we had. No, no, you're good, you're good. You're good, yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I don't think we could rely on the midfielders we had in terms to stay fit, especially in the season where we're going to be playing re- a really hectic schedule. So we have in midfield, navigator unreliable in terms of fitness. Mm-hmm. Thiago unreliable in terms of fitness. Correct. Thirty-seven-year-old James Milner unreliable in terms of fitness. Correct. Henderson, reliable in terms, unreliable in terms of fitness. Correct. Also, Chamberlain, unreliable in terms of fitness. Correct. So the, the, the issue has never been about numbers. It's all it's been about availability and also to some extent quality because we know that Henderson's not the player he was two seasons ago. Yeah. Milner's an Asian player. You shouldn't be relied on as much as he ha- has done. Correct. It, it, it has been this season. Cater probably isn't the player we thought he was, he was when we signed him. He's a good player. Yeah. Technically gifted, but he's not got the athleticism I would like in a midfielder, mm. and that's a profile we lack. So he's also not robust. He's also not robust enough. And I just think it was for me. It was very clear from the start of the window. Liverpool need to sign at least one midfielder. You could even make a case we need two midfielders. No, we definitely sure. can. We so definitely can. I'm just confused. So what's happened this summer is too many was targeted right at the start of summer. Yeah, fair enough. You get blown out of the water by Madrid for the. Op- the I feel like the package they put together to sign too many is one we shouldn't probably. Match. I didn't really want to be part of it. Yeah, so when you yeah. when you're talking about it could go up to 100 million euros, but for him the total package, I can understand why the club are thinking. And he also insti- insisted on Real Madrid. He that too. That, move, that yeah. too. But my, no the thing else. that confuses me is there's no backup to many So we're now saying okay, many who's a player who plays six and eight, no backup to him. That's fine. But then you're you're now telling me that we're going to wait until next summer. Decide you, Benlam, who's a completely different profile in midfielder. Yeah. So, in, my the thing that's baffling me is what type of midfielder are you looking for? Because Jude Benlam to me is a dynamic box to box number eight. Yeah. True Many's not that. He's a six that can play eight. Yeah. So, I, the profile makes no sense. For example, when we were trying to address the centre back issue with Van Dyke, it was very clear what we wanted. We wanted a left sided centre back. So, the, the shortlist was Van Dyke number one, 
having Laporte and, and, and Kubali were the, the backup options. Yeah, and they all like to play left centre-back. All three of those players play left centre-back. We knew exactly what we wanted. In midfield, I have no idea what Liverpool want. Do Liverpool want someone who can play 6-8? and eight? Do Liverpool want someone who can play 10-8? and eight? Yeah. What is the profile of midfielder we're looking at? Because we've been linked to a range of midfielders, all with different profiles. And that's the thing that confuses me. I don't know what the plan is. No one knows what... To me, it seems like it's just like a scattergun approach where it's like, okay, we're going to go for these elite, elite talents who are really, really good and could improve us. But for me, it's about identifying the profiles within which we need to we need to strengthen. For me, I think we need a six and an eight, so too many a type player. And also we need a Jubelin type player. It shouldn't be either or. That's my thing. I, I just don't understand what... The, yes. what, the, what the club is trying to do in that in that area I just I just I just think it's a one it's the one like kind of area of the squad with the club I don't think have planned sufficiently mm. and when I left us in a position where Chamberlain and, and Naby are in the last years of their contract yeah. Milner's going to leave next year I think yeah. we said um, that every year who bloody knows no, he, <laughs> he, he, I mean he's going to be I think he'll go into the so coaching team next year Henderson's getting older and older Thiago's getting older and older by the way so you, you you could be in a position next summer where you need three midfielders. If you don't sign one this summer, you could be in this position next season where you need three. And you don't field three starting midfielders in one transfer window. You don't look for you three starting also, midfielders. Also, well. also, teams are buying from will be aware will be desperate next summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Jude Bellingham thing, waiting for Jude Bellingham, I just think it's such a reckless strategy. When you, when you think of the teams that are going up, we're going up against, we're going up against Real Madrid, who have the story of being the biggest club in the world, European heritage. They're a big pull for a player. I mean, you're going against Man City, who are a wealthier club than us, got deeper pockets than us. They can just blow us out of the water with a, a ridiculous package in terms of transfer fee and wages. Mm. So my big thing is, identify the profile of play you need in midfield. So do you need a six and an eight? Do you need a, 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 someone who can play 10 and eight? And then try and make a shortlist of players and sign them. And if you identify, it makes it easier for the targets. Because exactly. right yeah. now it just seems yeah. like, oh, yeah. are they young? Have they got a high ceiling? You know what I'm saying? Are they like one of the kids? Yeah, let's grab them. But like, if you identify, I need an eight. Okay, you get an eight, and then all of a sudden there's like Nunes, there's Quetta, yeah. there's all these players, and that's an eight. But I feel like because we don't know what we want, it's kind of like, hmm, you know, is he undervalued? Is it, you know, what I'm saying, is it, is he like got this world class talent? Is it, and yeah, I just don't like you said, I, I don't really know what we're kind of going for. I, I have no and idea. I, just, I don't understand how it's taking Klopp this long to realize that we need a midfielder, and it just it feels like because we got a couple black. Like, not bad. Okay, we have an injury crisis and we've got a couple of bad results. It feels like he's all of a sudden come to terms with the fact that we need a new, a new midfielder. And my thing is that we do need a new midfielder and they don't have to be as good as Bellingham. We can still get Bellingham next year this and get a midfielder in. But they have to be better than our current options. And there's so many that feel that feel. Yeah. Are they better than Milner, Henderson? And, you know what I'm saying? But they don't have to be Bellingham. So just in David, that middle market. David tweeted something earlier that I really agree with. And it's like, this is a club that's obsessed with making marginal gains. Yeah. So we have a, we have a set-piece coach. We've got a throwing guy that, um, who comes in yeah. and helps us with throw-ins. And, and you can see that that's improved. Yeah. Um, so we're trying to make every single advantage possible. Even the way we approach transfers in terms of the data-driven approach, all of those things. A midfielder is something, a, a, a midfielder like a, a top elite midfielder who's in the, who's in the peak, peak of the powers is something that could elevate this club slightly. You can argue it's the most important position. The way we play, I can argue that yeah. midfielder and even goalkeeper are two of our key yeah, p- yeah. positions. The levels of consistency yeah, have like to be top. We, They need to be so top, 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 top so, so in order to handle the, the hard work that we do, yeah. the press, the the the, um, the technical quality. Like There's so many aspects. And what we have right now, they're just not levels. You can't just plug in sometimes midfield and just be like, okay, play midfield. This, this is what confuses me with like the, the approach and like what the, what Mike was saying with like the... 
than not having a profile to go for. It, it seems like the profile is just best. And are you a good player? And that, and, <laughs> and that alongside our transfer yeah, policy is impossible. It yeah. desperation. You can't I don't like sign it. a big player without that element of risk. And they're also never available for a good price. What I would so say, like, by you, the way. We're just, we're not going to sign someone like... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Like that lime mark so, sort yeah, of you, see. Can I ask you a question? You kind of had the same similar views, kind of not needing them at the start of the window. Yeah. What was your like thoughts and what was your kind of like, yeah, what was your thoughts then and then has it changed now in terms of not needing a midfielder and like we've got enough quality in the kind of season to get by? I think the, the big thing for me is the Naby situation. Because I feel like when he's fit, he's not going to play now. I, I I feel like he's out. If of we get the him midfielder or not, I just think in general. I think Klopp has. I, I don't know Do whether something's Naby? going on. No, not not anymore. Because no, but as in what what has changed before that you now don't the, trust the, him? the stuff coming out about getting a move away and then the mysterious injury the same weekend. Oh, okay. I I feel like there's something else there, okay. and mm, I feel sure. I feel like he's being put to the side, and I I don't think. I think it's got to the end of sort of Linda's and Klopp's um, slack with yeah. him, to be honest. And it's like, okay, well, if you're just going to... It feels to me like he just bailed on the team against United. Oh, okay. I know people are saying he's got like a bad muscle injury and stuff. And I'm like, but on the same evening that you're pressing for a move, I, I just it just feels very suspicious to me. And that's what I think makes it more of a, a desperate situation rather than a... Or less, I'd, I'd rather if 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 everyone was fit and there wasn't this thing going on with Naby, I'd think well, he'll play enough games, that he won't play loads, but he'll play a, a few and it will be all right. We can get by and still challenge. That mm. was my opinion. Mm. But now that I think Naby's out the equation, that's our no matter how you feel about him. That's mad. That's that's me. the fourth fifth option, if you know what I mean. So, the the fourth and fifth option generally is is quite important when mm. when you when it, when it covers three positions the full fifth option is very important and if we don't have one then that's where i feel like it's like okay just get somebody in it's not going to be a jude or whatever just like you say just think of a, a profile that works in our midfield and just go and get who's available it's literally that simple cool yeah. so we're, we're, we're all agreed that we shouldn't be here for some reason, it grabs me that with every transfer that we have, it's always so difficult. It's always so complex. It's always like the world's going to end. It's, a comp- like, it's, it's their favourite quote. Bro, There's a complex market in which we are in and we're trying to find the best possible solution. Bro, it, bro, it, drives, it, bro, it drives me mad. We had no centre-backs. Oh, Everyone I guess, works in the same complex market, bro. bro. Hey, honestly, like... It sounds like we're so, and I know, I know it's going to come across for 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 a lot for a lot of for a lot of fans. I know it may come across in a way that we're ungrateful. It's not. We not just want to. We just want more for the team in an area that we can see that we're like. Even let me, t- let me give you an example of an Arsenal fan. Arsenal, Arsenal have had a, the best start they've had since God knows how long. Mm. They are still adamant in order to get top four, not the league. Not the champions, just to get the top four. They need another midfield. They need, they need another attacker. We are going for the league. The players Mike has listed in that midfield are not of the desired quality or consistently, or consistency or durability 
to compete on that front. Mm. And that is the be all and end all. Do you know what it is? In a tight race, right? And we, we've lost to Leicester City twice on, on one point. He's tight, man. Twice! In a, in, a, in a tight race, everything is decisive. Since yeah. 2018, we've got one point difference. In Do you know how stupid that is? Bro, like, and we've got one PL to show for it. You know, I'm actually getting irate now. So in a race, everything is decisive. You need to make sure you're doing everything to, to achieve success. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying the club is slacking in any way, but I just think in the midfield area, I don't think it's the area we've, we've done enough due diligence. Do you, do you think there's well, a, a, a philosophical yeah, thing with, say, like, because like we see that every midfielder they sign seems to be a completely different profile to the next. Do you think there's a philosophical thing with Klopp and Linders where they're, they just sort of believe that you just sort of put the best player you can in midfield. And I actually works. think our, I think our, one of the issues our fans have with our midfield is a philosophical one, right? So I think a lot of our fans don't like the way our midfield is quite functional. Yeah, mm. so I love of our, that. So that I think there's, there are two things I've seen in transfer window that fans complain on social media. There are fans who want a particular profile in midfielder because they hate the way our midfield operates and there are fans who want a midfielder because they feel like we need an extra body in there to cope with the workload and, and we, we need more quality in there. I think the fans who fall into the former camp of, oh, we want we need to revamp our midfield, I'm less in line with that line of thinking. Yeah, my yeah. my my thinking is more, how can we enhance the quali- existing quality we have? So mm. how can we bring in a right centre midfielder who's dynamic like Jordan Henderson once was, who can cover those positions like Jordan Henderson does for for Trent? My thing is, how can you provide for cover for Fabinho, for example? Yeah, get someone who can play six and maybe do some bits at eight. Those are the things I'm thinking about. It's about enhancing the profile of play we already have at the squad with someone in the market. Um, but I think a lot of our fans generally do have like a philosophical kind of disagreement with Klopp. They 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 want us to evolve midfield completely. Yeah. They want to sign a midfielder who's going to, um, like a, like a Kevin De Bruyne, for example. Yeah. And I don't think Klopp wants that from a midfielder. I could be wrong, but I don't think he wants that from no, a midfielder. No, to be fair, he might do. But, maybe, maybe but, moving forward. No, to be fair, he might do. And, I've, and I, I think he would appreciate him, however... But there aren't no, there no Kevin De Bruyne. That's about, what makes no, it tricky yeah. when you're, when you're yeah, trying yeah. to Kevin buy. Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, this is what makes it. Like I do. He's bro. He's he's argu- he's arguably, and in my opinion, he's he's probably the best player in the league. Mm. Yeah, he's a generational bro, player. And and Chelsea completely fumbled the bag of him, and that's on them. <laughs> now, what my my gripe is, uh, first of all, just to continue, was that how everything is made difficult. That's number one, and it really frustrates me. I have, I have to be very honest. Mm. Mm. That part of it. Now it's like. Okay, cool. You've announced this on Friday. We need to sign a player. Okay, cool. Four a week before it ends, by the way. A week, so a week before it ends. A week before, a week before so it ends. A week, a week before it ends. So a week before it ends. After having the whole the whole summer being with these guys, um, even even the egregious mistake to say, oh, the oh, oh, so Thiago's injured, Kate is injured, Ox is injured. Oh, who on earth would have seen that coming? <laughs> it's bro, like he turned up to the training ground bro, and went, "Where's our midfielder?" Bro, no, 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 he, said, he, he said we have a witch doctor. Apparently, bro, I love Klopp. I love him, but the he witch kills. Bro, he kills me. Come like a flipping uh, Pogba's brother. He's killing me, bro. Be <laughs> serious. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, but, but back on back onto this I topic. Just think, you know what? Just sorry, just to. Go on, go on. He just has so much faith, and he's almost like, yeah, he, he has so much faith and loyalty bro. to those players. Like he but really, you, really thinks you know what, Milner's though? a need One on thing me, I bro. would say though is that's partly why we've achieved some things we have. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a blessing. The, curse. It's a blessing. The curse. Remember the four yeah. 0 Barcelona game yeah. before that? He says, "I wouldn't believe this is possible, but because of you, it's you guys." Yeah, yeah. That sort of thing. Imagine and hearing the same that as a you player. guys are still here today. <laughs> the same you guys are still here today. Three hundred years later. You know what? I wholeheartedly agree. I wholeheartedly agree. There's aspects to that, but bro, people's people's clocks they they come to an end, bro. Like 
we can't think about the old days, bro. They oh, are the old. They days. the old days. Bro, we can't be relying on these same guys. Also, it's a different situation that Barca game though. Like even at New Camp, we were, I don't even think we were bad. No, they were just very good, yeah, bro. You know, really it's just more. The point level. is just more that Klopp is someone who has unwavering belief in this group yeah, because yeah. of what they've achieved. And to be fair, you could he could to, to make the argument for Klopp, and I disagree with him by the way. But Klopp could say this is a team that went to. Towards the last week of the season, they could have won all four trophies. True, mm-hmm. true. That true. same midfield that everyone complains about on social media, they were in in with a chance of winning every single trophy that is an offer. Mm-hmm. So you can say, "Listen, what you guys complain about? We we'll go again next season." This, this, yeah, that's, 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 that is. I'm, 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 I disagree with that, but that's what he could say. Yeah. He could literally say I that in the press conference when it's like when you're talking about the like the sort of fans that are just like this midfield is crap. We need a new midfield. That's where I'm a little bit. I like, yeah, I disagree. With that. Like, I don't think like Mikel's not crap. Be crap. It's not, it's and not get crap. that close it's, to winning yeah. every no, no, trophy. No, 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 no. It's, it's not crap. We're, we're talking about fine margins in order to win PLs and yeah, Champions that, League. That's it. That so we, need, it. we know it's we need an improvement. Yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then you look comparatively. You look at City, who have Rodri, De Bruyne, Bernardo. Gundo wants to come off the bench. Who gets it? Foden can play there as well. Foden can play. Listen, it's a joke. And then, and then, and then, deep it, because the two teams we lost out to, and Philip come Philip on my day. The two teams we lost out. To City and then, and then Champions League Real Madrid. Look at me with Madrid's midfield. Another just joke. Better, yeah. better. Like, I know, we have a better squad than Man City, by the we, way. But I, their midfield I is agree. just so much better than ours exactly. that Eagle levels out. I, I com- their listen, midfield is just Pete, so I, much better than Pete, ours. Pete, I completely agree. We have great. We have. We have. I'm saying about way better. Defense, our our def- however, only two of them play at a time, bro. We yeah, only play two centre halves. Yeah, yeah. We can't. We can't play all four. We can't. We can't play Shimikash and Robo. Doesn't matter. Like it doesn't mean anything, bro. Like we could, we can't play Jota, um, Nunes, Diaz, Salah. and Salah. All like, bro, it's yeah, not yeah. all gonna happen. So at, at one point you're like, okay, you're gonna, you're gonna play your best team when it matters. But anyway, to be to go away from the pessimism a bit, but I think that needed to be said. So thank you for, for you guys for your input. Um, it, it definitely does need to be said. Um, one thing I will say on that note, Mike, I did feel like we felt the same way about our attack before we signed Diogo Jota. We were saying in the yeah. in the summer of. 2021, I believe, just just before that season, because that, that was when he signed, right? No, 2020. He signed 2020. in 2020. He signed in 2020. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so after we so, win the league. Yeah, after we win the league, he's, we signed Jota. And we're, we're, I know we, I once again, it sounds a bit spoiled, but we're thinking, how can we go on consistently? Consistently, we need to win loads and loads in, in a row, right? We, 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 we want to build a dynasty, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're looking at, you're thinking, our attack that what a goal, bro! Oh, Lavia. Banger. Lavia, Lavia, you know? What a flipping goal. Anyway, yeah, so we're talking about... Was one, that Man City? We he was, Man B- City. was he the one that was at Man City? Yeah. Yeah, he was. You know, there's some unknown guy signing for like 11 mil. I'm like, who's this done? Anyway. Um, so, I'm thinking, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, we need to build this dynasty. So we need... Like Mendy, though. And the points again, yeah? Mendy, yo. Look at me crazy. But comparing my man to Alisson, I don't know about that. But there's someone that always puts you on age watch. Mike is always... Sorry. No, no, it's right. It's right. I don't mind. But Mike is always always on our case. Listen, guys, the squad is aging. Yeah, well done. We don't want to leave, but the squad is old. Mike will always remind us. The squad is old. Mike's always on the age. He's always on the age thing. And obviously, we signed Jota, and then a year and a half later we signed we signed um diaz and we figured okay that's our forward line the it's kind of sorted like we've got our um we've got our successes in place so i'd love to be proven wrong that there is a plan in place that we just are not aware of not privy to that everything that we've seen in the media is incorrect because just came out from nowhere if you remember mm-hmm. he wasn't like oh we've been linked to, to wolves to wolves forward for ages right there wasn't anything yeah. like that came out of nowhere so i hope we can be proved wrong. I hope it's not some random um, midfield choice. Um, but, but you know what, H? I oh. think they risk looking very silly if we don't sign a midfielder this summer. Mm. Just because. So, so what's happened now is, and where we are, where we are in the timeline of mid, the midfielder dilemma is, 
Klopp has acknowledged that Liverpool need to sign a midfielder, and he said Liverpool are working on a number or working on a deal or something, whatever, something along those lines, right? If Liverpool now having Klopp, Klopp having said we need a midfielder, set, don't, if we don't sign one, we look a bit silly. I feel so. I, I feel like my sense on Friday when the, when the quotes came out was. Klopp has said that with the assurance that a midfielder will come in. Yeah. That there's a deal that's close, there's a deal's close to being to being done. So I hope that's the case because I think we, yeah, he, he basically we risked looking very, very silly. come out and say that. Yeah. There's no deal. Like, why I would think, you come out and say that? I think we also look silly in terms of the Premier League table, more importantly. Not just how we look on to everyone else. Like, guys, we can't rely on... The, our ideal midfield tell me, tell me if I'm wrong our mid- ideal midfield Fabinho who's been off form Thiago's injury prone and probably Hendo maybe so I feel like ideally Klopp would pick three from five of Fabinho Thiago Henderson Cater Elliot yes yeah. one of those is a young player who's developing yeah. one of them wants to leave one of them, also injury one of them could leave and is also injury prone Thiago's injury prone Henderson is injury prone. Fabinho is off form. Fabinho I don't is, think Henderson is even injury prone. I just think that he's just declining. But we're both, right? So, yeah. okay, Henderson is susceptible to knocks, I would say. Yeah. Not, inj- not injury prone. Yeah. But the problem is, there are question marks in some ways around all five of them, even though they have qualities that benefit us in midfield. Yeah. And that's the problem. That's why people people aren't... I don't think people who complain on midfield or on social media in general are trying to be sport brats. It's just more that when you look at our midfield, there are question marks amongst literally everyone. We literally have literally no midfielder everyone. in their prime years. How does that make any well, sense? There's no, no midfielder between 24 no, no, and 28. No, no, there is. There is. There is. Fabinho. Fabinho and Keita. Oh, okay. Fabinho but should then, be. Fabinho should be. But even that, that is Keita. him alone. Him alone. Him alone. Bro. Bro, no, 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 no. Like, listen, I said, I said Fabinho. Keita. Keita is a fugazi. Listen, forget my man. Forget my man. But, but, on to options and onto who we could sign. Like, there was a listener's question in from, from Fahi, Fee Fahi, Fo Fum on Twitter. He was asking us, Who's that bozo? Is <laughs> 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 he the guy that always harasses us? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he's asked us, Neves for 55 million or Tielemans for 40 million? Neves. Neves, yeah. Neves. Neves for me. See, Neves, yeah. I, ain't, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't buying him if he's anything less than, like, 20. Bro, he can't run. Oh, he, but that, that's hard. But Neves, Neves is not... Neves yeah. can't run a lot more than Tillemans. They've I both think, got the same deficiencies. So, I think oh. what gives Neves the edge for me is his quality on the ball is unbelievable. He's so teched yeah, out, Yeah, I think he's bro. really underrated. Tillemans is no, teched out as well. Not, he's very teched out. I assume Pete has a point here, though, because I feel like... A lot of those giving him such a bad... Sebi's unbelievable. He needs to get in touch with Sebi, Tillemans. Tillemans needs to get in touch with Sebi and have a word with him. Honestly. No, it is true. It is true. However, however, with Tielemans, the quality that I see from Tielemans isn't as consistent as I see from Neves. Technically, as in the long passes, the short part. Bro, there's one pass Neves made on the half yeah, yeah, volley. Yeah. To the Neves is better like, middle like, third stuff. So taking the piss. The middle, mm-hmm. so like, like you said, spraying balls, um, I balls, tr- well, <laughs> like playing, playing those long passes. <laughs> and yeah, speed them. But I feel like Tielemans has got that final edge. Why don't you say Tielemans then? Why yeah. don't you say Tielemans? Because, because oof, that's a lot of money though. No, 40 but million. No, but, so, but 40 yeah. million for Tielemans or 55 for Nevers then? You said, you said Nevers. Because so, I just feel like Nevers is a bit more robust. Okay. And I don't want... Tillemans, Thiago, and Cato all in the same <laughs> squad. <laughs> what? Oh, imagine playing at the end. Nah, nah, nah. So I just thought Neves is a bit more robust. And like Mike's been saying, if you go to a 4-2-3-1, Neves is the perfect midfielder for that. I also like Neves' eye for goal. 
Yes. Like, I think Neves is going to get more than I have a goal, bro. Oh, you reckon? Neves is the sort of player that will score three eye-catching goals that you remember for like the rest yeah. of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Tillemans, Tillemans will just be cooking. There, yeah. He'll just be cooking. Yeah, yeah. See, this, this is, this is what I'd, I'd be quite happy with either of them, to be honest. Neves above Tillemans for exactly the same reason. I feel like they're both quite underrated and we just need a midfielder that can just twat it. Tillemans, yeah. Tillemans yeah. Is, we I feel that. like Tillemans has yeah, we do like weirdly that. become yeah. disrespected on, on social yeah, media. Yeah. People talk about him like video. Yeah, Sebi again. Sebi, listen, Sebi, you owe him a big apology, no, bro. Do you know what it is? Like, <laughs> Tillemans have got Arsenal and improved them a lot. Yeah, of course yeah. he would. Honestly, but, do you know what it is? It's, it's the way his head goes down as he's running. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, with Tillemans, though, with Tillemans, <laughs> he has, he's got back and pause. But wait, like, wait, his, wait, his, his, his body shape. It's been proven. It's been proven that if you've got bigger thighs and a bigger yeah, arse, yeah, it's harder to, the, to win the ball. You have to take the piece on this. 100%. You need you a big thighs? 100%. Do you remember what you're saying? I'm moving crazy. I'm moving crazy. What made you go that verse? Fair enough, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Nah, because Jaya once said something about like Eden Hazard or makes him a really top player. Or one of the things is because of the bunda. Yeah. I'm just agreeing with Yaya. So listen, Yash has given Yaya a cosign. Insane. No, uh, okay, you know what? Fair enough, yeah, can it? Aside from them two, but now, let me just ask you something though, with Nevers. So a seriousness, just a serious point. I was saying this on a po- on a um, post match patron, is that so obviously we play four three three, we're not probably gonna change that four three one this season. And if Nevers was to come in, we'd probably play at left center mid row. And what I kind of what I kind of um, get from a left centre mid role, and I think when I think about Liverpool, I think about how when Genie used to play there, he would cover that whole left hand side. So when like Mane would go, it would should be Genie versus like the left winger, yeah. and like so Genie would be on he has to be comfortable like literally on the outskirts of the field or on the wing position. If Neves was to come in, I've never ever seen him be like. Just on the, on the left Lim- side of the Nimble. Yeah. yeah. He's always right in the middle of the pitch. Why so I would say. Those areas, he's not really comfortable. I don't, I've never seen him really comfortable in those areas. That's the one thing that makes me a tiny bit skeptical about Nevers. Because I, I have no doubts about his qualities in midfielder. Yeah. But we'd be asking him to, if we played stick to 4 3 3, we'd be asking him to operate in zones he hasn't operated in before. Never, yeah. And I feel like that would take some he's adjusting really to. Wide sometimes. Really Tillemans, wide. I think he's played in a three man midfield numerous yeah. times for, for Leicester. I think Nevers is almost exclusively played in a two man midfield. Yeah. yeah. That's going to take. That's going to be a completely different world when he, if he plays 4 3 for us. So that's the only question I could have. But in terms of quality, I think Nevers yeah, no yeah. has got the edge from me over Tillemans. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so aside from them two, obviously we, we've been linked to um, to, to Frankie de Jong as well, who is, out of everyone, my favourite, no doubt whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Perfect age. He's 25, if I'm not mistaken, right? Um, what Top, top, top player. Um, aside, aside from... I guess I guess the, the the three I've met well the two I've mentioned I don't know if you guys want to side with the guys with the piggy bank onto the the, the, the Frankie De Bruyne Frankie De Bruyne um oh, Frankie De Jong Frankie De Bruyne um shout uh, is there anyone else who's like you've been in the mind of and be like oh we can be linked to I know, it's, I know it's, it's, it's a proper shame that 
Barella signed that contract extension because we're talking about a right sided midfielder. Barella's amazing. He he plays that that role he plays for Inter Milan is literally the Henderson he's role so on the right hand side because like, they don't play with a winger. So and he does so much yeah. work. He's so perfect you know, for us. Do you know what's funny? If you asked us this question about four weeks ago, there would be more names we could give you. But so many of those players have now moved on. So yeah. Mateus yeah. Nunes is the one I really wanted. Yeah, because the clips I watched of him, you know, Ricardo obviously friend yeah. of the podcast. Yeah. He was a big fan of his, and he was saying how like he's probably the best player in Portugal now that Nunes and Diaz have both left. Wow, I was nice. I wanted him because of what I'd seen in terms of his profile, the athleticism, he can play on the right hand side. Okay. Benassi is someone I quite liked, life from AC Milan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's he looks techie. good. Yeah. Um, he looks like the sort of player that we should just go out and get now. Yeah. We're not going to get the star man. Go yeah, and yeah. get someone like that. Him, I like him. I like Fabian. Well, Vitinha was. I was going to say, Vitinha moved he, he, on this yeah. summer. And yeah. Fabrice has now moved to PSG. The, the lad that they've just signed as well, um, Sola. Yeah, he's Carlos on like, Sola. Yeah, yeah, I would have yeah. taken him. He's, I he's just a decent player. Good, yeah. Decent player. So there are plenty of midfielders that have moved this summer that Liverpool could have signed to enhance him if you Even Paqueta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paqueta's someone we, we, we supposedly like looked Paqueta. at. The most egregious one, bro, of all time Don't is Bruno it. G, oh bro. Yeah, Bruno that G, I understand. I, you know what, it rattles Don't me because I'm just thinking, one. bro, can't we just throw in a crazy bid for him? I'm sorry, he plays for every single team in the league. Bro, he's in so... some sort of, yeah. like, even bro. if he's not, like, a starting 11, he's yeah. the first choice City, of City'd get minutes. Yeah, he'd get minutes everywhere. City's the only team he can't say he definitely starts. That's the only team in the league on my life because he is so amazing, bro. You know what's six interesting about eight. that one as well, Brooke? So it's, it's come out, I think it came out last week that Liverpool are looking for a player who can play six and eight. So that's <laughs> yeah, the sort of player you're looking for. Bruno G was arguably this January the best player on the and, market. And Mike, and Mike, what has changed from when he signed for Newcastle Nothing. and our team now in our squad? Nothing. In us not needing a player then or us needing. I, I don't, what has changed? Mm-hmm. Lost to Man United, that was it. Who have we sold him in field? <laughs> no, real talk. Yeah. Who have we let go? Tell me. I can't change this today. Oh, you, you, you guys can't tell me one midfielder that we've let go that position needs now needs to be filled. James is still on the books, bro. Anyway. Like it's 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 shocking to me. Like I, that's that is the part that that angers me, and that's when obviously we have the debate about is it Klopp, is it FSG, yeah. is it um is it Ward or was it Edwards when he was here? Like all these things. For me, it's the loyalism part of Klopp. I know we've moved from topic again, but. And and that's what bit him in his ass in his last year at Dortmund, relying on these guys who were past it. And I just wish we had more. Like, if the thing is, it's difficult to um to not compare us to our to our um our t- our title. What's it called? Competitors in City mm-hmm. and how they've they're, they're, the spine of their team has moved on. We're talking Vincent Company. They've moved on Aguero. Um, who else? Who else I'm missing out? Um, Fernandinho, David these, Silva. David Silva. These kind of players who were integral to title winning sides have mm-hmm. now moved on. I'm just thinking, guys, like, we can make more superstars. We can make more players. It doesn't matter. We can do more. But anyway, this that, that's just me ranting again. Apologies. Um, but yeah, I guess what? In midfield, who, aside from those three was, I don't know. Yeah, you know some of these names. So, like, Kone as well from Borussia. Yeah. yeah. Left-back. And he's more, like, in a Saiseido mode. Who would you attach your name to? What's what's one player in this window who's realistic now? I'll ask all of you. Start with you, Peter. What's one name that you would attach your name to? Not, I'll, not I'll, including, like... The young Barella and that because it's just no, yeah, no, no. Yeah. well not well not not Barella. I feel like the young is still possible unless yeah, 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 technically he's yeah. in London apparently. But yeah, but he's, he's, he's for a wedding for a yeah. wedding or something. But yeah. I just feel like his wages might make it a bit. Yeah, I think with the young thing as well, like every report that comes out says he wants to stay at Barcelona, but he doesn't want to take the reduced pay that they're offering. Yeah. Him. So I think 
Yeah, I've been club. paid his, his wages in, in Louis. Yeah. If we speak about Barcelona, we'll <laughs> here a long time. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think Frankie time. de Jong's family's like proper settled in Spain. I've read something he when the Man say. United links come in that they're like, no, we're not leaving. That man needs to yeah. hold but that. But you know man. what? what the I, heck? Yeah, oh, I can't play ball in Liverpool, <laughs> bro. What the hell? In there. But yeah, so I, I like the Neves transfer. I think that would probably, if de Jong's not top, if de Jong's not top, then I would say Neves would be my second option. But I've been watching more of that the Kone guy, and I I'm starting to really like. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I'm okay, starting okay. to yeah. really okay. be on board with that transfer. Okay, and just because he's just who's athletic. he play for? Borussia Mönchengladbach. Oh okay. He's just mad athletic, and it's just someone that when we're playing likes of Man City, Chelsea, physically he'll be able to hang. He'll be able to hang comfortably, mm. and he's decent on the ball. He plays as a six or eight, so he can play in both positions. If Fabinho gets injured, he can plug him as a six, and he's good enough to play as the eight. He's basically like a like a, a cheaper version of two or many. Yeah, okay. yeah, he can win <laughs> the ball back and then just run. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying? It's a more defensive, and it's more it's more of a defensive signing, to be fair. Here's but a question, though. Yeah, I like, so I'm, I'm liking him. Because I like a lot of these young players who are being linked to. Casado, Jacob Ramsey, I think tentatively been linked to. Kone, they're all obviously good players. But yeah. you mentioned earlier, we lack a midfielder in their prime. Right now. Yeah. So surely we need someone. I, I, I think he's better than Milner Henderson. Would but you no, but I, I get that point. But the point is, we already have players in that age bracket. So okay. We have we have Carvalho who can play central midfield. Elliot Jones. You have Elliot and Jones. Yeah. Do we need another one I, of those, I, I or do we think, need? I think he's good enough to play again. That's yeah. my opinion. I just think he's. I just, right I just feel like I feel like well we still because okay. Let's, but let's, ideally, he would be twenty. Let's assume okay. Let, prime, let's yeah. assume we sign Kone right, and yeah. the next time we sign Jude Bellingham, you're, we have five midfielders aged twenty to twenty two. I mean, it's great, but like, surely you need one who's like twenty four, twenty five, who's just like proper, just like. Right in the peak of the power. I just, agree with you. I agree with that's why I, just, I, I wanted to assign someone who's ready to just contribute week in, week out. I'm not on now. that Comrade Lyman. I'm really not on it, bro. No, I'm not like, saying I've been I'm so, Lyman for years. If you were to sign him, you sign him already. If you if you if you gave me choice between Lima and Kone, yeah. I'm signing Lima. I'm, I'm signing Kone, sorry. Yeah. But I feel like just give me like a Ruben Neves, someone who's who knows yeah, the, yeah, someone yeah. who's just like raised to contribute week in, week out now. Yeah. I would take I would have taken Kone if we didn't have um Elliot Jones and 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 Carvalho. Just I just feel like it's just too many yeah. prospects yeah. on your yeah. books in one particular area as well of the pitch. Do you know what? Like as well with like I know like Lima wouldn't be any of our first choices, but they can't say that there was no one to get because his contract runs out next year. Like Leipzig don't have the leverage that we're sort of acting like they have. Like they they just don't like yeah, if any bid north yeah. of twenty million, they'd be so stupid to say no. Mm. So like, as much as yeah, I'd prefer Caicedo, Kone, De Jong, Barilla, anybody like really like Lima's a good profile for us, but he's not. He's not the. He's, he's not, not that guy. Also, so all, all the scouting things I've seen about Lima, I've watched him play. I think he's like. A few years ago, I probably would have signed him, but yeah. there's just something. I think I saw something about like his quality in the ball isn't the best. Yeah. I just thought I just thought we need that at the moment. Yeah. But but there's no excuse not to sign anybody because there, there is actually players someone players. there no, that I we could you. sign. You. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's not. He wouldn't be my. First I think this summer again, like we've seen so many good forwards moved. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> um, PSG literally signed about four, four of them. Yeah. And uh, you'd argue that apart from Rafa Sanchez, who's got, obviously got injury problems, we wouldn't want to sign him. But yeah. all the others they've signed would be would have been amazing for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fabian Ruiz, Vitinha, um, Sola, as I mentioned earlier. So I'd, I'd, the, the, the midfielders for me are there. It's all about Liverpool thinking, okay, what type of profile do we need? Who are the players in the market we can sign to address the gaps we have in our squad? And that's that's what we need to do. I genuinely think. We need to be a bit more ruthless in our um, 
the people that we remove from 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 our team just be like because Klopp is always making a point we have loads of numbers we have loads of numbers and, and a part of him definitely believes that these guys are good enough we can all dispute that that point at the end of the day it is too many midfielders in the club it's too many mm-hmm. however now it's he, like he doesn't push people out though it's not his style he never no, has that no but bro it's not even yeah it, that's the thing it doesn't he needs to though but he needs to, he needs I, to. Think, I think that also, comes from Dortmund though where it, it players does, were just taken it's so also, he's like it's also I'm, his character it's also his character that's who he is that's his personality and I feel like sometimes we just got I'm not not take it but like like I said earlier, because he has loyalty in some of these players, that's why I think they're able to reach those levels. Because they want they want to run through brick walls for him. So if you if you're willing to take that, then unfortunately, when he's a bit too loyal to some players, it's part and parcel. Take the good with the bad kind of thing. It's just that's just Jurgen Klopp as a man. That is clear as day. We're just waiting for an acceptable bid for Chamberlain, Nat Phillips, Hmm. all these players. Like if we just get like we want an acceptable bid, but we're not pushing them. We're not pushing them out. So that's the problem. I think there was one quote that he came out and it was like, are you going to buy a new field? And he was like, um, no, it, we might might get one if, if if someone leaves. And he said it like that. And it was like, you know, clearly want someone to leave, yeah, but you still so, want to say it. Do you know what yeah. it is for me as well? Though? I, I do think, I, I actually disagree that with the idea that we should push these guys out because... That's a goal. Oh yeah, what a Two, good goal. one, Southampton, bloody yeah, hell. Chelsea oh, have problems defensively, man. They really do. Five I think at for all the talk about five at the back, Tuchel's got them play. Their defence... Yeah. Anyway, but back to what I was saying, I think given the culture we created where we have this tight-knit group and even the players respect each other's contributions, so a lot of the players will give Nat Phillips a shout-out and be like, you know, what you did that season was fantastic, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you can't then, so Jurgen Klopp cannot then say, so think right, about I it. Think about I it. love this club, bro. Think <laughs> about it, though. Think about it, right? So you're getting Van Dijk and everyone saying, oh, thank you, Nat Phillips, for what you did, blah, blah, blah. You're now saying, expect Jurgen Klopp to force that player out the door? I think it should be just a wait. I think he has to adopt the he's mentality. Also, yeah, you're right. I yeah. think he's, he's also scared that Nat Phillips I'm might have to start. I'm not even talking about Nat Phillips next though, week or something. I'm, I'm giving an example of that. Yeah, 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 just yeah no, an example, fair yeah. enough. Bro. I'm talking about a man who's barely played football. And when he does play football, he's very bad for us still. Oxley Chamberlain. Yeah, he wasn't making <laughs> squads last year. He, was, he wasn't <laughs> even making but squads. But even him, there's a story. So, like, because this group has been together for so long, you could point to someone like. Of course, uh, there's a story. A story of him being on the sickbed. Bro, I find the bro, the story is. In 2018, this guy was integral for us before his injury. So, a Van Dyke who played with him back about then. About 2018, bro. But bro, story so many. This I'm is not the right guy to talk to. Maybe yeah, talk to yeah, yeah. Bro, this is killing me, man. <laughs> no, I'm with you, man. Because you are. <laughs> no, but this is this is a story of Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool. Like, yeah. We have this. Every player has at some point contributed to where we are today. Mm. So you could say Chamberlain during a Champions League run. If once for his some of his performances during that run against Man City and and yeah. all the other games, no, nah, I'm with you. Do you know like, what I mean? Nah, so you can't force I, these players out the door. You have to respect their contribution to the club and hope that when a deal a bid does come in, you know we 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 act accordingly. That's, yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's I, my I do fully respect it. I do. If you, okay, if you're not going to shove these shove these players out, fine, whatever. Keep them on the books. But big man, we, we need we need. Yeah, we need Don't hamstring us enough. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, 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 bloody, listen, yeah. like bro, like because you know, even though you're a loyalist, you know they're not good enough. So bro, yeah. give us. A better player, my guy, because we need to win this title. Our, our, our transfer constraints as well. It's, it's not like one in, one out, but it's like the fees that we get from them, we use it for a new transfer. So we kind of need, like, like, kind of need them to get out. Like, I, I hear it. Listen, I hear it, bro. I need... Jorginho is killing me. In, in my eyes, yeah, it's half time. <laughs> in, in my eyes, in my, I don't even mind some of these younger guys that you guys are mentioning, but we need one established player alongside mm. him. Because there are, because we might even need someone to push push someone like Curtis Jones, but bro, we need you to step up. Yeah, yeah. But bro, we we might see dip in form with Elliot. It might be bro, we need you to step up. Like it might happen. Like that's okay. I don't mind us having 
multiple young talents on the books. I've got no problem with that. We have many games to play. How many games did we played last season, bro? 63. 63 Jesus. games of football last season, bro, in what, in a, a seven, eight month period. That is a lot of football to be played. Yeah. So these guys will get their games done. Anyway, that's that's my point on the transfers. I, I, don't, I don't think I have anything no. more, to, more to say. Yak, you got anything more, brother? We did lose to I'm sorry. We for, did. I'm sorry for being so wrong for so okay, long. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, don't New, kill New, me. Newcastle, <laughs> okay, bro. Newcastle preview. How are we feeling? Oh yeah, Newcastle preview. Of I'm course. Fi- I'm feeling. I'm feeling good. I feel good as well. I feel good. I feel yeah, like to. Do you know what was killing me? Sorry, is that everyone's putting Newcastle's injury news in the chat? I was thinking, have we hey, got this bro. level? No, 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 bro. Everyone's celebrating. I can't lie, I can't lie, I can't lie, bro. ASM has been cooking recently, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and even yeah, he might have done something, bro. His goal was outrageous. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Was, it was a good goal. That was outrageous. What Liverpool lads? We are LSC. Hey, 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 Peter. Big facts, but Bruno G's a baller. He's a proper jugador, bro. Do you, know, players, do you know what uh, it is for me? They're, they're a good time to play a side, and I think this is a very good time to play yeah, Newcastle. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Trippier, I mean, if he does play, he's carrying some draw. kind of a knock. Yeah. So Max Mann's not going to play. Wilson's not going to play. Bruno G's not going to They're basically missed without their best players. Yeah. This is a real chance Isaac's for us to build. Might, might, might play his first game. It might be touch and go. It's touch and go. So we're in a position now where we're playing a Newcastle team who have been in good form, but they're severely understrength. And this is a good chance to build on that Bournemouth performance. Maybe put another resounding scoreline together and yeah. just keep going. Just keep winning football matches and let's climb the table because I'm not happy with five points after four games. No, yeah, no, no, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. Definitely no, not good enough. Agree. We got the boost of a lot of players coming back and I, I, I don't think they would start. They obviously they wouldn't. But like, it was just good for them to see Jones back in training, Kanate back in training, Matip back in training. Um, Jota is well coming back yep, on Thursday. Yep, yep. So good to see. Yeah, him. I think like I don't think the team will change too much. It'll probably be the same starting lineup. Yeah. Maybe Cavallo might get a start. Who knows? But mm. um, yeah, I think it will just like will refresh them. That okay, cool. At least um, Jota jo can come on, or Jones will come on, or someone can come on. So yeah, I'm expecting a good result to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah. How do you feel about the game and how do you suggest the lineup? Yeah, I think similar to Peter, I think it probably will be almost the exact same lineup. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm super 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 confident. I think for the for the players themselves, I'm so happy we're at home, boy. This yeah. is what I mean. <laughs> this is exactly like after the big win at the weekend, a few of the a few of the, like the the big players in our squad are back in training with everybody. It's going to be a very like feel good mm-hmm. like this, yeah. Finally, like the season's bloody started. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, come yeah. on, like. Agreed, agreed. And so yeah, I'm I'm very excited for this whole week and the Everton game, but. If Saint goes wrong against Newcastle, I just I just feel like we're we oh, I don't want to say it because I am positive, but I feel like we we the, the squad we're is fragile. I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. I feel, yeah. I feel like we're in a very precarious position. If something yeah, yeah. else like, goes so, wrong, like, I think we could just tip go. Us over the edge. This could be the start of yeah. a run, or yeah. it could be the start of a very bad form. Yeah. It could just be yeah. a blip against. Bournemouth. I feel like, yeah. Do you know what we're like? We're like we're like the yellow line on the uh, underground. We're like, yeah. we're like, we're dancing on the line. This wing yeah, could put yeah. us firmly behind it. The other wing could put us in front of it, yeah. even closer yeah. to the train. That's also, I was going to say, why go for Salah, though? And we're not going to go. And yeah, don't worry about that. Don't, don't worry about you know that. what? I'm not actually, I actually think that's the most, most Salah performance of the season so far, in that he was involved in the way I want him to be. So I think in the first three games, it was too peripheral. Okay, like against yeah. Fulham, for example, he only comes He's live when Nunes wide, comes on. Yeah. He was far wide. too wide. This game was making us out to him runs again. Yeah. So the chance he has when he blazes over the bar, just so be, close to the goal. He's he's literally in the yeah, he's in he's between in the. the yeah, yeah. That's why I want Mosala. So I yeah. think I actually was 
I felt the opposite to it's everyone else on the weekend. Yeah. I was like, that's the most Salah I want to see. Yeah. The one that's getting chances and missing them, fair enough, but he's getting those chances. Yeah. You know what encouraged me? Mm. He wasn't so eager for the goal where he was sacrificed the rest of the team. Nah, he was still, like, yeah. Like, he, he was still creating, and when yeah. he missed, he just laughed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I, I liked about <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I liked that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, bro, you know, because you know, you're going to be top scorer in this club, probably top yeah. scorer in the league. He knows the goals are coming, man. He knows. Like, bro, how many seasons have you been here, bro? You, you, you got three golden boots, big man. We know you're levels yeah we yeah. know this you're, you're gonna get his goals and then you're right there, there was that like, a little bit of people like bro what listen liverpool can, can score nine goals again yeah bro the next day i promise you salah's get at least three yeah, three yeah. bro yeah. like so it's, it's just it's just one of those games like i have i have no problems about it like like like, like mike has said um salah was in the chance was in the the area but salah's not the most um like um, the only problem i got over he carries my fpl team bro if he's doing bad <laughs> No, but, oh, no, bro, he carries me. No, but Pete, you say that. Year. You know, you say that. But think about it, everyone else had him captain too. So we're all struggling together. You, you, have, yeah. to, you, have, to, you have to think about effective captaincy. Bro, bro, I've had yeah. I've had I him think, and I'll KDB in the whole time, and I've had one good KDB game. That's it. It's my whole <laughs> team mean, is built around them too. To be fair. When we start talking about FPL, it means pod is over. All right, guys, I, I want to say thank you so much. It's our, it's our first pod in the studio. It's Coppin' Fracker. Hopefully the, the first of many more. We're, we're going to make a habit. I'm going to chat to the boys a bit um, after this pod. Make a habit to do it. Um, the last Tuesday of every month to see if everyone can get involved. Everyone know the day that we're doing it. Guys, hope you enjoy some visual content to come out a bit later as well. You see, what, you see what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Peter out here looking looking like a drip king. Over Peter AK John Senior carrying the pod, yeah? Do you know what I mean? Why is that? I prefer Randy on, but. <laughs> but uh, wait, 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 where's Ellis though? Before we go, before we go, mm. him sleeping, that voice got. Oh my god! I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. What did he do that on purpose? That guy is washed. That guy is so bad. I'm so gutted. Was it on purpose? Bro, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Bro, that's the definition of sleeping on the job. Bro, bro, hey, listen. When the uncle snores, hold it. Bro, bro. I, uh, I was that when, when Peter said you're so washed, but I started to cry. <laughs> oh my god! Don't let's not refer anyone. I'm just thinking, bro, what happened to you, man? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell! You know that one Undertaker oh. was trying to get that last big win at it's WrestleMania. Not easy, man. It's, not easy. it's not easy, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy. Ellis, oh, Ellis is running around like uh, post um, 2015 Undertaker. <laughs> oh, scary, scary. Oh, I'm flipping out. Floored me, man. Anyway. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Until um, next time, thank you very much. Mike, Yak, Pete. Catch you next time, guys. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.